Another stylistic touch of hentai is that private parts are normally pixelated. Why don't I fit in? Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Sounds good to me, depending on what he did. You know where that's from. Yeah. Okay. Johnny Cash. All right. I knew I raised you the right way, but you didn't, uh, you didn't like go for another line in the song. I don't know what comes next. Is it, it's Folsom Prison with an F, right? Yes. That's what What do you think it was? Wholesome prison where you come out? I went between F and V. Volsom? Yeah. Not that big of a deal. No, pretty close. V and F kind of sound similar. It, it, it can. They can sound very different, but yeah. also very similar. Take, for instance, your your mother's vagina. See? it's It could work either way. Have you ever eaten a vajita? <laughs> I have. You ever had a vutlong from Subway? <laughs> Fuck you. Let's get on with this. Vietnamese food is pretty good. Like, if you tried to do that, like the whole episode, just change your F's and V's. You'd forget. It'd be impossible. Or if you can't say the word the. I've seen people try to do challenges where they can't say certain things or else they get a punishment. So the word the? Yes. Like, you have to have a conversation. Right after they'd be like, dang, I really didn't want the one that I just drew. And they'd be like, fuck, I already failed. That's the word that I think we wouldn't be able to get through a podcast saying. I could do fuck easily. I think we've gone through this before. What about Vuck? <laughs> oh boy, we're uh, we're starting out this fresh set of hundreds uh, on a real roll here, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a blank slate or a blank canvas. It's ours to paint however we want to. One hundred one through two hundred. It's it, it's like a brand new day. I'm gonna paint it red and brown. It's my guess for my bloody movies and, and, your my, shitty, and my movies? shitty movies. Or a mix, like a blood fart on the canvas. I wonder if you got a canvas and you legit blood farted on it. Like, and then just, you know, let it air out for a while so it didn't smell anymore. And it's then just look like, like splatter paint, like the technique, you know? Yeah. You take it to like a, a local art show, <laughs> sign your name at the bottom. I wonder if anybody would be like, wow, that's that's really cool. Just uh, dip a brush in your blood fart and write yeah, your name yeah, at the bottom. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder if someone would buy that. It'd I'd, probably smell even if it was dry. <laughs> dry dog shit smell. No, you could you could spray something on it. I don't know. Some poop. <laughs> have like a have like a shiny glaze put over the whole thing so there's like a coat. Shellac it on there, I guess. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Episode 101. Yep. There hasn't been uh, 101 better than this since the the Dalmatians, I think. Never even seen them. You've never seen 101 Dalmatians? I don't care to. Not even the cartoon? Like yeah. the live action, just, I mean... Well, I didn't even know there was a live action. So Disney, I guess, is uh, looking at what uh, DC did with Joker and kind of making it dark. They're making a dark Cruella origin story. How dark can Disney go? Well, do you know what Cruella was after the 101 Dalmatians for? No. She wanted to make clothes, like coats. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's pretty fucked up. Well, yeah, it's fucked up. I love dogs, mm-hmm. but like, I figured she just was mad for some reason. <laughs> like, it's Disney. They, Disney never does anything not kid-friendly. That's not true. Fucking Bambi's mom gets killed, right? True. Shit happens, man. Fuck, I would never watch Bambi. Disney is not always kid-friendly. Like, kids cry in Disney, but you fucking cried your eyes out after going to see Monsters, Inc. at the movies. How old was I? I this is That's before, that's before I can remember. I yeah. don't even remember doing that. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I was probably like three or four. Yeah, then. so Disney, uh, there's some darkness to Disney, for sure. I mean, there's black magic in there, you know, the evil yeah, witches. black magic is so dark. The, the evil witches... You know, there's some people who think Disney's evil. You have family members who think Disney's evil, but I think we've talked about that before. I don't think so. Yes, you do. No, I don't think we've talked about that before. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we have. Because I don't, <laughs> I feel like I'd remember if yeah. 
So oh, I, yeah. Is it not mm-hmm. your side? No. Nope. Definitely not your side. Yeah. I, I brought up one time that, uh, yeah, people think Disney's evil. And uh, she was like, well, um, they kind of are because, and she started telling me about all the evil and is all it the, who I'm thinking it oh, is? Of course it is. And all the, all the evil spells and black magic and things like that. Is, and I was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to go get some uh, Tostitos. Is it, is it Grant Shebby or Grant Cheyenne? <laughs> Dude, you, you know exactly who it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, what do you say we step out into the lobby? <laughs> sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. It's uh, Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, um, so we did our award show. But we went off the papers that we had in front of us, so we didn't have bone, or bad yeah. to the bone, or bloody bone, or bone of blood, or whatever blood it was called. Blood and Bone was the movie. Blood title. and Bone? His name was Bone. Yeah. So we didn't have him on the list. Would he have made your top five of somebody you'd want to be, or get high with, or anything like that? He would replace uh, the guy with like the, the microchip. In yeah, it. upgrade? Because he is, Bone is basically that guy. Yeah. With the chip in him. Because he can fight and do all that pretty much. Uh, I think I would replace Neo with bone because like I said last week, Neo, I mean, yeah, kick ass in the world he's in, but it's not the real world. No, it's real world sucks. And he's never just going to be able to, like I said, just chill in a recliner and order a pizza. It's, it doesn't work like that. So with, with bone, I'm fucking going to enter in some, uh, bare knuckle brawling contest. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to make some money. money, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just hustle people. I might change my name though. To something else. Um, a couple other things. I uh, I farted at work again, like out loud. In um, front of? Well, so the first time I farted out loud at work, we were, uh, I work with five ladies in my department. Okay. It's, it's a pretty small department and uh, it's my first year there. And <laughs> like I was walking out of a room that one of them was still in. And I farted. <laughs> On accident, right? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> like you didn't think it was going to be silent and then it was loud. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that loud. And, and I was thinking they could have thought that was anything. They were around the corner. I'm not sure they heard. Uh, that was the first fart. The second fart was yesterday. And I was walking by and... <laughs> <laughs> and it just fell well, out. I don't know. What, like you're what? an old fucking man. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, the coworker was having a conversation with another coworker who who's not part of our department. And you cleared and, your throat no, I, too I, forcefully. I, I got around the corner, but then it was a little louder than I hoped it would be. And she kind of paused in her conversation, but then picked right back up. And I could have just been thinking in my head that she paused because she was trying to like figure out, was that a fart? So I've I've farted in front of two of them. I don't know if they know it was a fart or not. But I'm worried that if I like fart in front of a third when they're like having lunch together, one of them's going to bring it up and another one's going to yeah. be like, yeah, I think he did. Oh my gosh, I think he farted you in front to of wear me too. Some and then really I, squeaky shoes to wear. I guess, in man. the coming weeks. Well, it's carpet. So I don't really know. I don't know, man. Well, I'm, I have squeaky shoes, but they have like a built in insert. So it's my heel pushing the insert down and it squeals or like <sighs> it makes, I call it my farting shoes. It sounds like Squidward when he walks. Yeah, I need to do something. I'm just worried that they're going to figure me out. So what do you do? Hold like, it in. Well, you think I'm not trying to? Like, there's been times before where I'm walking with somebody and, like, I know it's coming. And, like, you can't clench and walk very well. I mean, you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah. So every now and then I would just stop and just pick up my phone like somebody texted me or something, you know? <laughs> you've done that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're walking by them, and you've stopped three times dead in your tracks <laughs> <laughs> because someone keeps texting you, and it's yeah, so who, urgent you can't move anymore. Who's blowing up my phone? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, as soon as I put it back in my yeah, pocket, no, right? I'm getting a phone uh, call. A scam likely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Five seconds down the wall. What, what the do you walk. do? It's a scam likely again. All right. So it's going to happen to you. Like I'm turning into my mother, I think, as far as that goes. You know, she's yeah. she, she can't help it. So what is a strategy I can do to make it to where 
people don't hear me fart? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, my my best thing is like, hey, I forgot something <laughs> over there. And then just like shut the door to my office and rip ass. So I mean, everybody farts, but it's embarrassing. And I don't want them to get together and one of them bring it up. And then I'm figured out, you know. And because, it's a bunch of ladies. You're not working with the bros, you know. Exactly. Because bros will like fart in your face and in your vicinity on purpose. Mm-hmm. I was walking up the stairs with one the other day. Dude, you can't just stop on the stairs. And like I was in front of her. So <laughs> right her face could have been like at butt level at the time. And then you turn around and say, did you just fart, <sighs> Kathy? Anyway, man, I tell a lot of uh, fart and bathroom stories uh, when it comes to my work. You really do. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling I'll have a lot more in the future. Yeah. Um, we talked last week about uh, Rodney Dangerfield and Jeff Foxworthy and Mitch Hedberg and uh, Chuck Norris. So I wanted to uh, just kind of go over some of those jokes real quick. Okay. Some of just all of theirs? Yeah, I just wanted to give you a little uh, platter, if you will, of uh, yeah, of the different uh, types of comedy stylings. Smorgasbord of, of, of jokes. Mm-hmm. All right, so Rodney Dangerfield, I told you he was the the I get no respect guy, mm-hmm. right? So I'm gonna I'm I can't do his voice, but I'm gonna try to do like his mannerisms. He's always pulling at his tie. Uh-huh. Well, I get no respect. My psychiatrist told me I was crazy. I said I want a second opinion. He said, okay, you're ugly too. I get no respect. <laughs> I mean, like that's that's <laughs> funny. But I, I can see that being funnier uh, a while back. A girl phoned me the other day and said, come on over. There's nobody home. I went over. Nobody was home. That's my wife like and I grandpa were. Grandpa will tell you that at the family barbecue. My wife and I were happy for 20 years. Then we met. Yeah, these are all just dad jokes. Yeah, I told my psychiatrist that everyone hates me. He said I was being ridiculous. Everyone hasn't met me yet. Hey, these killed in like, the 70s. I'm just shaking my head over here. I'm mm-hmm. sorry you guys can't hear very well. I'm trying to sigh along with it <laughs> so that y'all can tell how I'm feeling. All right. Two more from Rodney Dangerfield. I could tell my parents hated me. My bath toys were a toaster and a radio. <laughs> See, you got a little dark into it. Yeah. And suddenly I'm interested. My wife wants sex in the back of the car. She also wants me to drive. <laughs> so like they're making him a cuck. Mm. A what? Cuck, C-U-C-K. What is that? Like a cuckold. Uh, so you would be a cuck if you sat and watched or sat and recorded mom banging someone else. Oh. And like you liked that. Or well, I don't know if the, the you liking it is a, it has to be a thing. If I'm going to record. But, what? <sighs> but that means you're a cuck. You're like a cuckold. I think it's that's what it is. Wow. Um, I think you're just a freak. I might have butchered the definition or the definition of that a little bit. I don't know if they like it. But or if they're just like too bitch to stand up for themselves or whatever, like okay. I don't know if it's a whole alpha male beta male situation or if it's like a kink thing. I think it's probably both. So whatever. so you're either like setting it up and taping it and jerking off in the closet as well, it's happening and you're a cuck, or you catch them doing it and but don't say anything, mm, but it's like set up a camera. No, I think it's like. I'm really not sure, but I think it's like just like a whole thing. Like you're just like in the room, not doing anything about it or jerking off if you want, I guess. So you're just sitting there watching your wife bang somebody else. Yeah. What What is wrong with people, man? <laughs> Primates make people I'm crazy. Teaching you things every episode. All right, let's get to Jeff Foxworthy and I'll uh, choose that. Remember, I, I told the one about if you've ever mowed your yard and found a car, you might be a redneck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you own a home with wheels on it and several cars without, you might be a redneck. Mm. That's a fail. If your wife's hairdo has ever been ruined by a ceiling fan, <laughs> you may be a redneck. <laughs> okay. If you've spent more on your pickup truck than your education, you might be a redneck. You are a redneck. <laughs> yeah. Last one is... Uh, if your lifetime goal is to own a fireworks stand, you might be a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Mitch Hedberg. Love this guy. If you haven't seen him, man, he he delivers this in such a dry way. You're just, not going to do him justice. You're not going to love all of his stuff, and you're not supposed to, and that's the beauty of it, but uh, he's like a one-liner. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to, too. <laughs> I'm against picketing, but I don't know how to show it. Yeah. 
I wanted to buy a candle holder, but the store didn't have one, so I got a cake. Oh, that one was really bad. <laughs> All right, let's uh, end with some Chuck Norris, and then we will uh, talk about the movie. All right. All right, so uh, Chuck Norris can kill two stones with one bird. <laughs> Chuck Norris once ordered a Big Mac at Burger King, and he got one. That Oh, at Burger King. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like... They give those there. Yeah, pay attention over there, Jack. <laughs> Burger King and McDonald's are almost interchangeable. Chuck Norris has counted to infinity three times. <laughs> the three times. Like, it could be fine. <laughs> they had the three times. When Chuck Norris falls in the water, Chuck Norris doesn't get wet. Water gets Chuck Norris. Oh, okay, I don't like that one very much. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Um, there's no theory of evolution, just a list of creatures Chuck Norris has allowed to live. <laughs> I like that one. Chuck Norris once visited the Virgin Islands. They are now called the Islands. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't read books. He stares them down until he gets the information he wants. <laughs> All right. <laughs> For some, the left testicle is larger than the right one. For Chuck Norris, each testicle is larger than the other one. <laughs> Uh, last one. When Chuck Norris does a push-up, he isn't lifting himself up. He's pushing the earth down. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Those fell flat on you, man. Are you not ready to have a good time over there? I mean, I'm ready to have a good time, but I just don't have as shitty of a sense of humor as you do, I guess. Hmm. You've, you've... And the first guy was awful. It was just dad-grandpa jokes. <laughs> the The hillbilly guy, a redneck, whatever, he had like two good ones, and then the rest of them were just like, hmm. And then Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, you're, you're. I was just trying to have a good lobby time for episode 101, and I you're mean, over there with a stick up your butt. Am I just supposed to sit over here every time and be like, oh? That would be And helpful. then you do another one, I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, You know what? I'm going to have to bring in some canned laughter now and just. <laughs> yeah, make I guess this you thing, will. Yeah, because sometimes people don't know things are funny until other people laugh. Yeah, I was trying there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to let people know which ones I liked and which ones I didn't. And it happened to just be, I laughed a couple times. Well. I'm sorry. I'm guessing you don't have anything? Nope. All right. Well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right. So today's movie is going to come as a surprise to you, I think. It's not from before 2000? No. It came out in 2018. Oh. It's one hour and 45 minutes long. It's rated PG-13. Do you think I've heard of it? Uh, maybe. I feel like I have, but maybe <laughs> Because from 2018, I pay a lot of attention most of the time. You don't pay attention when we're talking half the time on here. I don't know. All right. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 90%, IMDb 7.9 out of 10, and 89% of Google users like this movie. And I know when stuff comes out and it's really popular because people talk about it. And in 2018, I graduated high school in 2018, so I was still like seeing people around my age who talk about things. So we'll see. All right. So people around your age talk about things? Every once in a while. Wow. It's fascinating. Yeah, sure. All right. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. We see the mayor's butt as he steps out of a hot tub for a brief moment. (laughs) The mayor? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And I pictured him wearing nothing but like, (laughs) but having like his like whole top on. Like, you know, like. Like a red tie, a suit coat, and the dress shirt, but okay. then you just see his ass. I don't know why I like saw that, but he has the, that made me laugh pretty good. He has the socks with like the the clip things on him to keep him up. <laughs> All right, and uh, lastly, a woman drinks. Wow. Mm-hmm. This movie is called Isle of Dogs. I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know. All right. So no, I haven't, I guess. Okay, take a while, guess what it's about. Um... If you hadn't told me anything, I'd guess it is like a war movie. Uh, But I'm going to go ahead and say if we see the mayor's ass as he's getting out of the hot tub, that it is not a war movie. Mm -hmm. Because do you agree agree with me that Isle of Dogs sounds like it could be like a cool military movie about some guys that like PMCs or something? What PMC? What is that? Uh, Like private military contractor, I think. It's like ex-military guys who... They then pay to do the shadier shit. Yeah, I got a friend who's doing that. Yeah, I feel like they're like that, and they get into something. Like Isle of Dogs. Mm-hmm. I feel like that just sounds like gritty. Okay. Uh, 
some sort of comedy movie. I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to work with. I think about heavy drinking and alcohol. Well, it said a woman drinks. Yeah. And you see a mayor's butt. So yeah. the mayor's wife, she's just a raging alcoholic and he spends his nights out <laughs> with that in the hot tub with no pants. <laughs> with some dogs. But but everything else on. I think you're gonna be really, really surprised. I really think it's you're a gonna political be surprised. movie. That's what I would be most surprised with if it's a fucking political movie. <laughs> All right. Well, let's find out. Let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2018's Isle of Dogs. Yep. That's fucking brilliant, man. It was. <laughs> that was a brilliant movie. And we watched a behind-the-scenes thing we, afterward. We had to because I wasn't quite sure how it all worked. Just to let you know, this is the very first animated movie that we've done on uh, Movie Muggin. And not that kind of animated. This was stop motion. Well, animation is animation. I mean, it all falls yeah, under the big umbrella. But whenever people hear the word animation, they don't think stop motion first, you know? So I just clarified. Mm -hmm. Most people would think cartoon, I would feel like. Let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about... Um, it's about a mayor in Japan who's part of the Kobayashi clan. And the Kobayashis date way, way back to where they had a war with dogs. Mm -hmm. And so the Kobayashis have hated dogs throughout the centuries. And uh, I guess he, uh, behind the scenes, gives all dogs like a, a disease. Yeah, he has people in his team do mm -hmm. it. He's, he's a crooked mayor. Yeah. Um, and we saw his ass. Aren't they all, though? Yeah. <laughs> And then he scares the public into thinking that this disease the dogs have is going to spread to them. So they need to banish all these dogs to a place called Trash Island. Mm -hmm. And so they do. All dogs go to Trash Island and just uh, live the uh, the shit life over there. And everyone's brainwashed into thinking that's fine. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. Citizens being brainwashed by a politician. That's <laughs> unheard of. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm glad this is fiction. Yeah. I, we live in a country where things are far from that. Right. That whole city got brainwashed. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if it was me, I'm going over to Trash Island. I'm getting my dog. Well, imagine how, like, you could never be brainwashed into giving up your dog. I but couldn't it, be brainwashed into a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I'm susceptible to some, I'm sure, that mm -hmm. I haven't seen. But I'm going to go ahead and say to the ones that I have encountered, I'm just not susceptible. I'm not shaken from what I want to do or what I believe in. So it's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, you put my dog over there. All right, well, I'm going to find someone with a boat, get my stuff, and make a living over on Trash Island and become, like, the crazy dog guy. Like, sounds better than working over there. I may have brainwashed you to do movie bugging. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that wasn't a brainwash. So anyway, Kobayashi... I did it out of sympathy. <laughs> you thought you were the one with the power. It was me. So anyway, Mayor Kobayashi has a uh, nephew, and uh, the nephew was, um, his parents were killed in a train wreck, and uh, so he became a ward of uh, Mayor Kobayashi. They got him a guard dog named Spots, mm -hmm. and Spots was the first dog that got sent over to Trash Island. They called him Dog Zero, <laughs> right? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, so the kid's name is Atari. And he's a little genius. He uh, he flies a plane over to Trash Island. He steals like a mini plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he crashes it, and uh, he hooks up with these, what, four dogs? Five. Wait, no, it was, it was four. Because I just remembered whenever the three get separated and go up, uh, there was only three when they like looked down at okay. the river. Yeah, so he gets hooked up with these uh, four dogs. I wrote their names down. Uh, Chief, played by Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke, Rex, and Boss, and those are played by Edward Norton. Bill Murray yeah. and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, they do the voices. It's always cool hearing, uh, hearing actors do, the, do voices and animation. And I, I haven't seen anything. I've seen Bill Murray in Zombieland. Can't recognize his voice. Never seen Edward Norton in anything to my knowledge. And Jeff Goldblum, I've seen him in like Jurassic Park, mm -hmm. I think. One other movie. Yeah, he was in Ragnarok. Uh, Independence Day. Yeah, he was in Ragnarok also. But those are all like kind of a long time ago. But they all have very distinctive voices to me. Like I could pick them out yeah. pretty much any time, even if I wouldn't have known who they were in this. Scarlett Johansson is uh, also voices one of the dogs named Nutmeg. 
Uh, also in this were uh, Tilda Swinton played the Oracle, which was the bug, which was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, Lee Schreiber played Spots. And you may know him from, I think he was Wolverine's brother. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I can I can hear that. Yeah. So Atari gets hooked up with these dogs, and they go on the hunt for Spots. Mm-hmm. And uh, they find Spots, and... Uh, all, all the while, the mayor is trying to get him back and come up with a plan to kill all the dogs. And people are trying to show what's really going on, why the lead scientist died and his research was, like, destroyed. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, like, all of that's happening at once. So, the mayor's trying to kill all the dogs. The dogs are trying to get to spots. And then they learn of the plan to kill all the dogs. So, then they go across to the mainland and basically like overthrow the mayor pretty yeah, much alongside yeah. the people who are trying to show that the mayor is really a really bad guy and got the scientist killed and made this whole plan because he hates dogs. Pretty deep for a uh, puppet stop oh, motion. Yeah, it's very deep. This is no Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, for sure. <sighs> That's garbage anyway. <laughs> I love that stop motion, though. Dude, when? I, I, when you're you Fuck four? yes, man. I still love it. Man, I that that movie I never really liked that movie or the put one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. one. Santa oh, Claus so coming great. to town. Yes, and you you'll still sit down and watch those. Yes, that is painful for me to watch. I'll tell you now that is it, not. It's not the stop motion. I find stop motion interesting and I think it's cool. It's just those movies suck. But look, this came on once a year, right? Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming so to town. So it's like a treat. Yes. It was such a treat. You know, we didn't have it on video. We couldn't just yeah. look it up anytime we wanted to. And it was magical. And look, there's things about it like Rudolph's voice always kind of bothered me. But And that it, little elf guy. You can't say you don't dislike that elf guy. Oh, Herbie, I'm who wanted sure to be I've a dentist. I'm pretty sure you hate that guy. <laughs> And then you It doesn't matter, <laughs> you man. You always impersonate him whenever that was on the TV. The his song I, no way I need to remind you of the lyrics of his song. <sighs> Why don't I fit in? <laughs> it's just stupid, man. And then the silver and gold guy. You, you used to think it was Silverando? I almost just said that. <laughs> That's why it that was sounded unnatural saying gold. Burl lives. Hey, look, I'll be the first to admit it was creepy looking. <laughs> For sure. Especially the Yeti. The Yeti freaked me out. Yeah. Like I will say when I was younger, I enjoyed mm-hmm. watching those movies. Yeah. And that makes sense because I was younger and it's just kind of like a cool new thing. But I've seen them a few times and I, I'm good with not. <laughs> those were near and dear to my heart and uh, I still enjoy seeing those. I feel like every day you're talking about something that's near and dear to your heart. It's like, I feel like I can't think of any. Like I love Adventure Time and... And will it stand the test of time? I don't know. But I don't really, I can't think of any other like old cartoons. I mean, Tom and Jerry, the old classic ones, will always stand the test of time. The classic Scooby Doo always will. Probably not what's new Scooby Doo. But you're not but. old enough to reminisce. Like, you're really not. But I'm saying, like, I can't think of anything that's just going to be terrible whenever I'm like 50. Well, 40 years ago, I wouldn't have thought about that. 30 years ago, I wouldn't have been thinking like that either. It's just when you get older, you just remember the magic of things. Like Christmas was magical. So when those shows came on, that was just part of the magic of it. And when I learned that things weren't real, the magic was gone. We, we have kids that listen to this, all right? So Fuck the no. kids. Fuck the children. <laughs> That's where my magic ended. The magic of it now is like, oh, shit. How much fatter is my wallet going to get this year? Fucking spoiled. Yeah. I guess since Pixar came around, animation has just grown by leaps and bounds. And it's just amazing. I I just love the fact that they can do anything. Like, there's just something so fucking kick-ass about animation and the fact that you can do anything. And then there's so many different kinds of animation. We watched, what, Love and Robots? On Netflix. Oh, shit. If you haven't seen that. Oh, my gosh. Each episode is like a whole different kind of animation, whole new story, mm-hmm. no correlation. I don't know if season two is out yet. Uh, I, I don't think so. We should check. Oh, my gosh. Once in a while. Yeah, Love and Robots was phenomenal. Episode one was my favorite. It had boobs in it. 
That's not why. It's it's like if you ever seen the movie Real Steel, basically they're like the people shadow box while these big ass robots are like in the ring, and so they control the robots with like their punches and stuff. So it's like big robot boxing. It was like that, but these people were like tapped into the mind of these like monsters of like with like built in body weapons and shit, and uh, they were just like sitting in a meditative like stance or whatever. And they were the monster. It was so cool. There's blood and shit, and that <laughs> that one was just awesome. Yeah, yeah. The I, second one was really weird. They, these are not. Oh, I, th- um, I think the second one was the one where it was like the robots, like the three robots in the apocalypse or whatever. I thought the second one was the girl who was running from somebody. That might have been. Yeah. yeah. There was. It's just the a serial killer thing. Do not sit down with your kids and watch Love and Robots. No, because. I mean, yeah, I don't think any of them are kid-friendly. No, no, but they are fantastic. And just, I love, I just love the endless possibilities of animation today. And then, like, beyond that is the different styles people get. Mm -hmm. Like, different animation styles are so refreshing to see. Because, like, you can see new stuff every day. People do things differently. Same with, like, drawing and tattoo artists and all that. Everyone has their own different style for that. And I think that opens up the possibilities even more, which I think is really cool. People can put their own touch on it, too. When I was in the Army, I bought a, a, a video camera, and we just toured around Germany, took a bunch of videos, went to a couple other countries. Most of it was just drunk and disorderly in, in the barracks, mm-hmm. and I'm still going to show you those at some point. But and when I brought my video camera home, I started fucking around with some stop-motion stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would get some, like... Uh, like some action figures, like I'd have them on each side and then I would press the button and I'd stop it. I'd move them just a little <laughs> bit, press the button and stop it. Like I'd raise an arm just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you make it look like an uppercut Yeah, something like that. And it took forever just to have like, I don't know, like 20 seconds worth of something. And just thinking about, like we did watch the behind the scenes, like oh, after we yeah. turned this off, because I, I really had no idea how they did it. I'm thinking, well, it looks like puppets, but at the same time, Everything can be done by computers now. Yeah. I never really thought about what it was. I mean, I did it first, and I was just like, some kind of animation. There's one scene in here, which was a phenomenal scene. And it was an overhead shot of... uh, Like a guy making sushi, mm -hmm. like on the cutting board, and preparing it and doing all that stuff. And I think they said it was either... It was somewhere between like a minute and a minute and a half. And I, whenever that was going on the TV, like during the movie, not during the behind the scenes, I was like... I bet you this is one of the scenes that took the longest to make in the entire movie. And I'm going to assume that it was the one because it took them seven months to make between a minute and a minute and a half of this stop motion. It was so in-depth, and they put so much attention to detail Mm -hmm. in it. So everything just looked right, and it looked good, and it was smooth. Like, they, they took... So many pictures that it was more smooth than any other stop motions I think I've seen. Because there's some yeah. with, with very jarring movements, like the old ones we were just talking about, the Christmas ones. <laughs> yeah. But this one, they just they spent a lot of time putting them into those different positions to make it a more smooth experience. It's still jerky, but that's stop motion. That's yeah, it's supposed, supposed to be. be. That's part of its charm. Yeah. I wasn't, I was trying to just like show that I wasn't saying it was like smooth, smooth. You know, watching the behind the scenes and seeing that these uh, dogs are just puppets made me sad. Ex- that's what I was about to say. <laughs> it made me sad because I loved the real. dogs so much. I know. I know. It's just, it's sad that they're not real. It's sad that they're just little puppets. I want to own one of those little puppets, right? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you cannot buy those. No, I'm sure you can't buy those. Yeah. So answer me this. Because I know you know, how big is uh, the animation porn industry? Huge. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do they have stop motion porn? Uh, I mean, maybe. I'm not actually sure on that one. So, like, what's the most popular? Is it, is it like anime porn? It's called hentai, yeah. Hentai? Yeah. Okay. I know about that. Do you? Yeah. So it's just- I'm smiling. Yes, I've seen it before. So it's just anime, but fucking. Yeah. Not butt fucking, but anime. Probably butt fucking as well. If there's a cartoon, Mm -hmm. so there's a rule on the internet. So if you ever see a video, do not be fooled. Uh, Anybody out there, I've seen a video where uh, this is probably TikTok or something, but this girl was like, So 
Uh, normally, like this kind of animation is filmed in 24 frames per second, but later on down the line, they started doing them uh, filming these animations in 34 frames per second. And this is what you call rule 34. So if you ever see a cartoon or something and you want to see, just look up that cartoon's name and then rule 34 afterward. It's going to show you porn of that cartoon. Tom and Jerry rule 34, Scooby-Doo rule 34, any animation, any cartoon, anything in the world. You type rule 34, there'll be like videos, GIFs, and drawings people have made. Really? Yes. Pornographic drawings and stuff. Okay. But yeah, rule, you can, anything, anything. I'm sure you could even look up like Alien with like the Xenomorphs and Ripley. I, so you I'm- can find shit on that. I'm just going to type in right now. Um, Go on incognito. Do you know how to do that? Of course I do. <laughs> do you actually? Yeah. Okay. Incognito mode. <laughs> All right. So rule 34. I'm going Flintstone. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do Popeye. <laughs> I bet there's stuff with Bluno and Popeye. Well, blowsk me now. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> it's Bluto and Popeye, and their penises are wrestling. Wait, is it Bluto with like a T? Oh, well, Brutus, yeah. I call it, I always call him Bluto. Uh, no. Are they docking? <laughs> it looks like... Are they docking? I, I don't know. It's a little blurry. Is a dick inside another dick? Uh, I don't know. Another stylistic touch of hentai is that private parts are normally pixelated. Okay. Well, this girl has nothing to do with Popeye. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, there will be some random <sighs> stuff, but the background of the whole website is like green, right? Uh, I'm, ar- I'm already off it. Um, <laughs> dude, Rule 34 Criminal Minds episode, Rule 34 GL Insurance. Well, all right, so give me... <laughs> but you could do Rule 34 Geico. <laughs> Let me try that. <sighs> I bet there's some like Vor shit on there for Geico. Oh, no! <laughs> Does he have a big dick? Evidently, it's a girl gecko. <laughs> oh. I bet you could do Liberty Mutual and the the oh no, the emu, flow. emu or whatever. Oh no, the the, the gecko's fucking flow. He's still <laughs> tiny though. <laughs> All right, one, uh, did I just introduce you to like your new favorite website? No, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> but this is funny. I'm just doing it for the podcast. This would be good for like a bit every once in a while. We find a really funny one. All right, I'm going to do Scooby-Doo real quick and just oh, see who's... Oh, there's going to be everything with, like, Velma and Daphne. Oh, good Lord. Velma's got huge boobs. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, gosh. What? What? Let me see it. Scooby's fucking Daphne. <laughs> behind. <laughs> uh, these things are making you say, oh, gosh, but I've seen worse than all of these. Oh, uh, That's part of growing up on the internet, as uh, you know about all these things, and you're cursed with the knowledge. <laughs> I bet there's some with like Fred and Shaggy together. Oh no! Oh gosh, Scoobs is giving it to her, man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, kept, I saw you. I saw you scroll a bunch of times right there. You kept going down the list. Like, which ones am I gonna screenshot later? All right, last one. I'm, I'm doing Flintstones. That's so vanilla, though. Well, I can't. You gotta find the shit with like like Tom and Jerry. You gotta do the weird shit, man. Oh shit! Wilma's got a strap on going after Barney. (laughs) She's saying, "Say my name, bitch." (laughs) Oh, oh no! Let me let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh shit! Ah, oh gosh! Show it to me. Oh, please! Ah, the top one. I can't tell what's going on. Um, Here, let me just lean forward. So Fred is... Uh, let's turn it around. Uh, I'm leaning forward now. Let's just... Betty's not enjoying herself. <laughs> or maybe she is. <laughs> so Fred Flintstone seems to be inserting his penis into uh, the lady with black hair's butthole. That's Betty. And Barney is inserting his penis into her mouth. All right. I'm starting to not feel well now, so... That's uh, called the Eiffel Tower. What, not feeling well? No, that position. Because <laughs> then you, you high-five over the top, and you create the <laughs> Eiffel Tower. Jeez. 
I am so knowledgeable. <laughs> There's so much shit out there that I have no idea that you know. Yeah. And I just, I like how you impart your wisdom to me slowly, because I don't think well, I could handle it all at one time. Things just come up. Opportunities to give you my wisdom just come every once in a while. No pun intended. I don't know. It's not like I'm trying to like think of a list of no, things. No, I know. I don't even I remember how Rule 34 just came up, but it did. I asked you about anime porn, <laughs> because I, I knew there was... Yeah, yeah. I knew, you knew. And now you know. Animation mm-hmm. porn and drawing of uh, like cartoons... Is the a thing? Yeah, very much alive. And those were just pictures. So yeah. there's there's actual videos of find, like Scooby fucking you, Daphne. You and, can find extremely poorly animated things anyway, <sighs> because no actual studios are developing Scooby Doo porn unless it's live action. You know, because then they'll have a whole like someone dresses Fred and someone dresses Daphne. But there's some cease and desist letters coming for those too. Yeah, you talk about Christmas being ruined for you. Well, it's not ruined, but, well, but it's, the magic is gone. Yeah, because all the magic came from just imagine from the guy not being what I thought. Yeah, I'm not trying to say it directly. Yeah, to hurt somebody out there. Just imagine uh, somebody who uh, loves Barney the dinosaur, and uh, then getting, <laughs> getting a picture of Baby Bop uh, doing things to uh, Barney's purple-headed member, yogurt slinger. <laughs> You know, there's some older brothers who've like shown their younger siblings pictures of their favorite cartoon characters doing horrible yeah, things. Yeah, and like ejaculating everywhere. <laughs> that's that's all I can picture with Barney. All right, is he has a big old purple dino mm. dick, and there's just like cum shooting everywhere, just spraying it all over. Clean up, clean up, <laughs> everybody everywhere. <laughs> Oh, I'm starting to not feel well. Are you actually? Yeah, you know, See how I, uh, that, our generations are so different because that has one effect on me and it makes me laugh. And oh, it yours made me laugh. It makes you feel like no, it makes no, you, feel you I mean, sick afterwards. You heard me, I was laughing for a while and then I got my <laughs> then fill it took pretty its quick. Toll. Yeah. So my brain's going to be going tonight and I'm going to be thinking about. A Toy Story? That could have, you know, they're just going to pop in my head, even though I don't want to see it anymore. I've seen some Toy Story before. <laughs> That's the way my brain is. I'm going to be thinking of all sorts of ones. Oh, wow, I wonder what that... Oh, I wonder what that... But uh, I don't think I'll... Uh, no, I'm just going to say it right now. I'm not going to go back and look at that again. <laughs> all right. Browse uh, for Ode. <laughs> yeah, you, you can tell by the look on my face that it, I'm not feeling yeah. too well after after that. It, it was funny, and then it was gross, and then it was sad, and then I was sad that I looked at it. <laughs> you look like you have food poisoning or something. <laughs> Do I, is my color changed? You ate something bad and you're like, oh. Like I'm warm. I feel myself kind of sweating. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, let's get back to the movie. The dogs were awesome. They were. Uh, Brian Cranston played the the old stray. He played the main character. Yeah, yeah. um, He was excellent. I mean, Brian Cranston's great in anything that he's in, even if it's his voice. Yeah. He's just phenomenal. The majority of this movie was the four dogs and Atari traversing the island looking for spots Mm -hmm. and they finally find spots and then you know we're not going to get too much into the plot they uh they save the day they overturn the election the uh mayor goes to jail and everybody has dogs again and atari is the new mayor yeah because he's a successor Mm -hmm. and so uh abusing in any way and yelling at dogs becomes a, a crime punishable by 30 days community service and a fine of 250,000 yen mm-hmm all right, uh, favorite parts? Man, there are a lot. I really liked whenever um, Chief got a bath because <laughs> yeah. he was like a lifetime stray dog, never had an owner, real barely. And he was just like black and his fur is all greasy. And then Atari gave him a wash and he's a white dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought that was hilarious. And... Seeing him go from stray dog to Atari's personal mayoral bodyguard, mm-hmm. uh, that was pretty cool. Like he wanted nothing to do with Atari at the very beginning. He, he was like, "I'm a stray people. I want nothing to do with that." He embraced the stray life and the the tough dog and the he's fighter and the scrounger and yeah. <laughs> I love every time he was like, "I bite." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought that shit was funny. Really, anything with Chief in it, he was my favorite, and he was the best part of the movie. And yeah, he's, he's the main character, really. So, and Atari was awesome. I loved that he got like three different metal pipes lodged in his head. 
Um, and it was so cool to see that he did what I would have wanted to do and fly, flew over to the fucking island to go find his dog. But kudos to him, too. My favorite part, I loved all the fight scenes. Oh, because, yeah, they did the traditional shit. Yeah, all the dogs would jump in and it would just be this... Um, like dust? Yeah, just just a, like a dust up, but it was done, it looked like with cotton or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so you can see arms and legs and, and the dust and it looked fucking awesome. And of course, nothing was like cartoonized in this. So all the, there are multiple explosions and the clouds and just dust and tumbleweed and stuff was moving objects. And I thought it was so cool to look at that and seeing it all like fizzle out and disappear. That was, I'm sure it was so annoying to do that shit because like, how do you animate the fighting part? Because everyone's heads are popping out in different places and every second and there's the dust everywhere. And then as the dust is clearing, they got to lower it, lower it, lower it, lower it, lower it. And then it's on the ground and then they got to start slowly like taking the pieces away to make it dissipate. And this that movie took so long. This movie could have still been great, even without the level of what they did. Yeah. But just the fact that they did so much and gave you so much extra, it was just it was a fucking masterpiece as it far really as was. like creative things go. Just unbelievable. Yeah. And and a great story to go with it. And lovable characters. That they nailed <laughs> yes. down everything, really. They felt so real. They did. I was engrossed in this movie. Yeah. And I loved how they like they melded together, like there was a lot of Japanese in it and yeah. English and, and not everything was subtitled. No. Which was awesome because yeah. the dogs can't understand Japanese because the dogs speak in English. <laughs> so the only parts that were subtitled were like when the mayor was speaking. Mm-hmm. And some other parts. But when Atari was speaking in Japanese, we didn't know what he was saying. Mm-mm. There were a couple parts where he, he just added O to the end of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, like saying, Biscuito, Fetchy. Yep. <laughs> He's just saying like almost, well, English, and then with the added thing at the end, I don't know what that's about, but that's really all I remember him saying that I could understand. Yeah. All right, Bucket of Chicken? Animators. Yes. They made this movie what it was because they do the positions all the dogs are in. They they did everything that had to do with what you see. So that's why the facial expressions were like that and everything visually they did. So including like making the things, maybe not designing them, but creating them. We watched a couple videos after this about the making of, and there was one of them that showed multiple faces of Atari, just the different expressions that I guess they would just... It's like they're like hot swappable. Yeah. How much work went into (sighs) making... Because that was like 20 faces, probably more than that. Yeah, yeah. And then they had to make them lip sync the things and... They had to move the dog's mouth (laughs) up and down every time it's saying a different like letter and Mm -hmm. word and the different mouth shapes you make whenever you're saying stuff. And did you see every now and then there'd be like a tick crawling on a dog? Yeah. And were, yeah. Just, and he's like, oh, you got a tick and Chief bit it off. Or like, like, like yeah, gently bit yeah. it off and then spit it in a, a like golf thing, mm-hmm. the hole with yeah. the flag. The, the animators, for sure. They, they said there was 27 different animators and that worked assistants. on this. Yeah. And the fact that it took Phenomenal. seven months to make that one uh, minute and a half clip, which was a really awesome clip. It really, really was. I just wonder how long it took to make the entire movie. I don't know. If only there were a way to find out. Yeah. If only. All right. Uh, score time. 100. <laughs> Obvious. It was just a no-brainer. 100 Jack is back. It's been a while. I'm wondering what you're going to give it, because really there was n- nothing wrong with this movie. Mm-mm. So this is solely based on feeling. I was uh, high 90s through most of the movie. Okay. And when we stopped, I was still high 90s. And then we watched some of those videos about the making of, and I was just like, oh my gosh, just amazing. I'm 100. Wow. It was phenomenal, man. For you as Joker and Isle of Dogs. Mm Mm-hmm. No, Shawshank. Oh, yeah. This was great. And if we had seen this before, uh, like the the episode 100 movie extravaganza thing, Mm -hmm. this would be all over it. Yeah. Well, especially in my top movies, this would replace something up there. 99 more, and we'll do that again. Yeah. 
We'll see if this, this still stands the test of time. This movie was awesome. It was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. I highly recommend that anybody watch this. And it was basically PG, right? I mean, there was a few like things of imagery where someone got their head chopped off in like a school play. Oh, there's nothing. Chief said bitch once yeah. in reference to the actual definition of bitch. Mm-hmm. No, this is kid-friendly. Yeah. Totally yeah. kid-friendly. And just earmuff them on the bitch part, and that's it, if you're that picky. I'm saying it as if these parents are, like, very strict and don't want their kid to hear or see anything. So I was pointing out even the head chop off part, which was a play. The do as I say, not as I do parents who are listening to us right (laughs) now. I would just let my kid straight up watch this. I'd let my kid watch a lot. I really wonder. it's not going to exist. See, I wonder... You say shit like that, and you're all, oh, you never let me do this, you never let me do that, and I have all my friends got to play GTA when they were in kindergarten, and I well, could only play SpongeBob, and and, and okay. you even turned the blood off on, my uh, point. on Tony Hawk's skater. You didn't turn it off on that game. That was Gears of War. So I wonder <laughs> if you have, like, a five-year-old, if you're going to be like, hey, come, come watch uh, fucking... As long as it's not going to scare them. Like, I'm not going to show my kids horror movies. If I was going to have kids, I'm going to keep saying that every time. But, you know, if I were to, I wouldn't show them stuff that would scare them because that's just negative and that's bad parenting. And you have to put up with it that night when but, they're, I'm scared, Dave. Yeah, but if they hear, like, bitch, like, the teacher's going to send me a note. Oh, sorry, my kid heard a bad word. What do you want me to fucking do about it? I'm, I'm going to accidentally let it slip in front of them every day anyway. It reflects poorly upon you. I don't give a fuck what your, people your kid's think going about to school me. and saying fuck and stuff like that. Look, the kid's going to get in trouble a lot, and then his life could be shit because of it. I don't know. The self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm in trouble all the time. But, I'm in trouble all the time. And the next thing you know, he's wearing an orange jumpsuit, and I got to visit my grandson in jail. But to me, if Because you, of you, because you're a shitty dad. If you, if you shelter a kid... And you continue to shelter them. I mean, I was not sheltered. There's a fine line. You you basically hit the fine line. You were just trying to find out where the fine line was towards the beginning. It moves a lot. Yeah. Uh, but if you shelter a kid and you continue to shelter them, then when they go off to college or go off anywhere, they're going to blow up and they're going to do meth or something, you know? Maybe. They're going to get into something much worse, and they're not going to have any experience or knowledge in any of that because they... You you hid them from it their entire lives. So to me, I'd rather my kid know about the dangers of meth than to go to college and try something that some frat guy is like, dude, this is really fun and it'll make you feel good. And the, my kid be like, yeah, sure, bud. Sounds like a super time, you know? Like, I want my kid to be like, fuck you, crackhead, and leave. So well, how are you going to show them the dangers of meth? By letting them sit down at six years old and watch Breaking Bad? No, I'm not going to. I'm just not going <laughs> to. I almost said supervise. <laughs> I'm not going to shelter them. I'm going to let them. It's not like I'm going to actively be like, okay, this is what cunt means. Here's uh, appropriate usages of the word fuck. Like, I'm not going to be going out of my way to show them these things. But... Your kid's going to be the one that's teaching all the other kids the words at school. Probably. That's fine. I think that's funny. So what? I, I think it's something you don't need to be that uptight over. I think you have all sorts of ideas of I what know, kind of parent you're going to be. I know, and I'm not actually a parent. And then you have your kid and everything changes. Yeah. Well, truthfully, if I have a kid and shit gets passed down, things are going to go way different than what I'm talking. Because I'm going to get them, I'm going to be like, hey to my doctor, my pediatrician, whatever the fuck. Like, hey, I have this. My dad had this. My kid might have this. Let's keep a close eye and try to get them medicated as soon as possible (laughs) so that my life is not shitty for the next Mm. fucking until my kid's dead or until I'm dead. You think you made my life shitty? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'd never seen or heard of a time where you cried and then... (laughs) <laughs> well, I was making your life real shitty. I had heard of a time that you cried, and I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I know I made everyone around me life shitty. I know I made mom's life shitty. I know I made my sister's life shitty. Therefore, that made her boyfriend's life shitty. But I made people's life shitty, yeah. It's by far the hardest several years of my life. And, hey, guess and, what? Me too. <laughs> and 
Like, I couldn't remember the last time that I'd cried up until I cried yeah. because of you. And I think you said it was like when my sister was born or when I was born, you're like, I shed a tear or yeah, I, I cried didn't, or something. I didn't, my jaw didn't quiver. Yeah, you know? but that was like the only mm-hmm. time, like, you were always the no, strong, no, no, no. strong military guy. When uh, when Buzz died, I cried. Oh, I cried too. And mm-hmm. I didn't even really know. I was four. That's a all dog, that dig, by the way. All that dog did was growl at me, and I still, like, bawled when I remember because. You were at the vet. You took him. And then me, mom, and uh, my sister are in y'all's bedroom. And mom is on, like, the home phone, I think, like, when we had a landline. And she starts crying and, like, tells us. And we're like, no. And I remember that was terrible. (sighs) And then whenever my childhood dog died, man, that sucked. The dog that's in the room with us right now, would you have gone to save him off of Trash Island? Probably not. (laughs) I I would have. (laughs) And obviously, I would have. He is the best dog we've ever had, He's the, by far. Besides Buzz, though. No. Like, Buzz... I so, thought Buzz was your end-all, be-all of dogs. Buzz was our kid. Like, we got yeah. Buzz when we were engaged to be married. Before he, me or Oh, sister yeah. We got him, like, in 1993, I think. Um, you know how old he was? He was young. He was less than a year when we got him. No, when he died. Uh, I don't want to do that math. Um, I don't even... Maybe... 15, 16, something Dang. like that. Yeah, he like was he, like he was our smaller. Yeah, he was our kid, mm-hmm. right? We took him everywhere. Like, we'd take him in the boat. He had his own life jacket. I mean, he was... He, <laughs> I, he was I've our, seen the picture. He was our kid. And he put sunglasses on his butt. When your sister was born, uh, he got demoted to being dog. And he was a grumpy so he got, he got He got a little grumpy, but he was still... You know, he was still a big member of our family. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember the day... And I'm not going to get into that, but um, uh, would I, you cry again? I had no, no. I just nobody wants to fucking hear that. We're we're yeah. talking a movie about dogs, and these dogs are awesome. But it makes you think yeah. of your dogs too. But that was driving him to the vet, knowing what knowing was happen. and knowing that he had no idea what was going on. Um, it breaks you, man. Yeah, man. I've been on that car ride, and I was in the room with him. I, I was in the and, room with uh, my dog too. I'll be in the room <sighs> with every dog in my life. Because I want to be there for the dog, my dog, who loves me and I love them. Mm-hmm. I want to be with them the whole time. Yeah. Because I don't want them to die alone. Fuck that. All right. Was... <laughs> Gosh. But I would have gone to save this dog. I would have gone to save our previous dog. When I was four, I probably would have want, wanted to go save Buzz, too. Yeah. But the other dog that we got right <laughs> now, that's a lot of effort to yeah. go out to that island. Yeah. And I'd feel sad. I'd probably go, man. I have a really guilty conscience, and I love dogs. And even if I hate a dog, which I don't, I don't hate this dog. But I mean, I love her, but I just don't. She's an asshole. Yeah, like I hate that damn dog. She's a fucking asshole. But she's in my pack. She's in my family. So yep. she's a family member. Yeah, not as much as anyone else or any other dog in the house. It's just like real family. But still, yeah, I just everybody's I'd, got assholes I'd have in their to family. Go. I'd have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got assholes in their family. And if you don't know who the asshole is, you're the asshole. <laughs> I think that is how that goes. But yeah, no, the dog that's in this room right now. Um, Amazing. Best dog we've ever had by far. But this is one of those movies, too, that that makes you love your dogs even more. Oh, yeah. Like, you just want to be nicer to them and pet them and just give them peanut butter. And Every time I see, like, a video that's, like, sad and it's relating to a dog, like, online, I always just want to go, like, pet mine mm-hmm. like it is like a, it's a great feeling wanting to do that whenever you hear for arms, whatever reason whenever you hear arms oh, of the angels come on shit. i just walk away when that's yeah. on the tv those dogs are all actors too the shivering come on man the you, fake crying been, yeah come on that's not real the sunken in body with the exposed ribs that's just a makeup what's the lady's name sarah mclaughlin <laughs> mclaughlin mm-hmm Fantastic movie. Just fucking brilliant. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, I can't think of anybody who would not like this movie. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. I can't think of anything that was ever wrong with it. It it was great. Mm -hmm. It was a great time watching it, and especially if you love dogs. And if you don't love dogs, kind of fuck you. I can't see how you wouldn't, unless, like, you had a previous experience where, like, a dog ripped off your finger or something, mm-hmm. then yeah, you're going to be like skittish and not like dogs. But try it again. Try it with your other hand. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe there's something wrong with your other hand. Because there's, there's good boys out there. Yeah. And good girls. 
Yeah. Rescue your dogs. Mm-hmm. Don't buy them from whatever. Like, I've always heard that. Just buy don't, the fucking rescue don't, dog. Don't get them from a, a, a kennel or whatever, but... You know, they, they need homes, too. But the ones at the pound are going to get killed. The ones at the there, kennel... Well, there's some pounds that... Let's quit talking about dogs get dying. On, get on from the, the injection pounds mm-hmm. so that you save a dog's life. I don't know. I just like that better. All right. Got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 101 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at MovieMuggin. You can always email us at uh, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, we are going to have a crappy movie episode that's going to release on April 11th. And then again, I think July 11th, we are, uh, we're taking uh, suggestions. Go on over to our website, MovieMuggin.com. Click on the thing that says, uh, help us pick a crappy movie. Put in your suggestion. If you uh, leave your name and uh, your email address and we pick your movie, we will notify you and send you the coveted. Movie mug and sticker. Yep. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, go pet your dogs and uh, have a movie mug and day. See ya. Why don't you go get one of those comfy toilet seats? <laughs>